best podcast in Long Beach, California. This is Tacos and Workouts. What it is, what it is. Podcast. Yo, what it is, what it is with the best podcast in Long Beach, California. It's your boy Tacos and Workout. Often imitated, never duplicated, but you know what it is. With us today, we have the man himself. From Chicano Hollywood. What's up, man? <laughs> what it is, what it is. Here in Long Beach, representing Chicano Hollywood. Here in Long Beach. Actually, we're actually at Belmont Shores. Really cool place here, man. I love this area. Uh, yeah, it's really nice, man. If you guys uh, are not familiar with the area, we're actually, uh, um, we got invited by uh, Supermax, and we're here. We're uh, going yeah, to have some food. Supermax, yeah, man. big shout out to Supermax. Thank yeah. you for making this happen for us, man. Yeah, yeah, cool. This is awesome. I love, I love this place. I love the street. So nice. A lot of restaurants and stuff like that. It's a good place to have a podcast. Yeah, man. Definitely. And it's a great place to come and have a taco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. I'm about to order some, too. So, yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad you made it. So, so Johnny, tell me, what's going on with this big buzz I've been hearing in the industry about Chicano Hollywood? Well, <laughs> I appreciate the buzz. Um, hey, you know what? We're, you know, we're. We're growing, you know, we, uh, we, you know, this whole movement started and it's a movement. It's not like people ask me, are you, are you a, a production company? Are you a business? Are you a, like a media business? You're a content creator. And I said, no, we're a movement because it's, there's more behind this drive than just creating content. I, I was doing that on my own. I'm a producer. I've been in the Hollywood for 15 years. I have some movies out there. I have some, uh, a lot of, um, short form content, digital content. So I can do that on my own, and I had people I've been working with for years. So going into calling this a content company or a production, that's, that's not who we are. What I saw in, within our community and in our industry was that we were, with some of my colleagues, Chicano producers, we were competing against each other. We were, when an opportunity would come up, uh, we would pitch against each other, which I wanted their success because their homies, right? And they wanted my success. But at the you know end of the day, the studio system, the networks that were out there, they're, you know, they're, they only have limited availability, right? I, I always tell people, look, ABC has one slot for Latino content. CBS has one slot. Uh, NBC has one slot. Maybe Hulu might have five. Netflix might have ten. But they're very limited. There's like a, I, I'm trying to figure out a number, but I could just off the top of my head think about 50 Chicano Latino production companies just within our uh, immediate network that are, that are tied in with us. Plus, there's another group above that. So we're looking in a, probably a couple thousand of independent Chicano Latino uh, production companies, uh, filmmakers, that they they want to pitch their stuff. And they got great ideas, but it's never going to go anywhere. And I saw that, and I'm like, what do we do here, you know? So I knew that there was something that we had to do. So this isn't a company, it's a, it's a movement. And the whole drive behind it is to get the Chicano community to where we should be. I tell people, we were here first. Why are we last? We were here first. Why are we the ones that are always begging and always getting rejected? Why are we getting the red lights? Yeah, that's that's so true. And, and, and not only that, but it's 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 our our top dollar that that feeds the industry. You know, oh, we we yeah. support like uh, a lot of music. We support a lot of uh, movies and stuff like that. But you know, it, it it's we put a lot into it, but it doesn't seem like we get much back, right? It doesn't reflect us. You know, there was one studio um, a lead that <coughs> excuse me, they made this comment. 
They said, we don't need to make um, content or movies for the Mexican-American community because we already have them. They'll come and buy the tickets for Fast and the Furious. They'll come and buy the tickets for the movies, the action movies that we make, which is true. I mean, we love those movies. We love movies about cars. Mm -hmm. We love movies about with action. You know, they'll come. So they're not in a hurry to create our stories and our voice with our faces. What they're fine with, like, okay, well, they're already come. They're buying 24%. I think it's 24% of the ticket sales in theaters are, are Latino. Wow. The majority of those are Chicano. Um, you know, in the U.S. right now, there's 62 million Latinos, according to the census. Out of those 62 million, 40 million are Mexican-American like me, like you. Out of, and those are the Mexican-Americans. Those are Chicanos. So we're the majority. So whenever you see this, that's Latino, 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 understand that we're the majority that's doing that. So they, to them, they don't, they don't need to do, they don't need to bend over backwards. And when, when they do greenlight something, what do they do? It lasts, what, one, two seasons? If it lasts three seasons, it's a miracle. Now, shout out to Mayans, right? That one, I think they're, they're, they finally announced that they're on their last season, which is a super disappointment. But I think the, the fifth, fifth season is going to be their last, so they're going to top it all off. Uh, my heart broke when I saw that because, of course, we know a lot of the guys that are in that uh, and the ladies that are in that. And, um, you know, I'm kind of like, oh, crap, we're out. That's, that's their jobs. So it's like all of a sudden your company says, oh, we're going to lay you all off in one year. What are they going to do? You know, now they're very talented people. Patricia De Leon, Milo Rivera, uh, um, uh, 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 Joseph Lucero, uh, all these guys. Right. Yeah. So they're, they're talented. People. They're going to get a job. But I'm like that of any TV shows out there right now, that was a Chicano uh, a series. Yeah, we also forgot to mention Fabian uh, Alamar, friend of the Fabian, show. Fabian, homie, Fabian, he's I, a homie. Yeah, big shout yeah. out to Fabian Alamar. Yeah, yeah show. Fabian, he's on. He was the Portland mine guy, right? So yeah, Fabian, he's a homie, and so all those guys, right? So they, uh, they, you know, what they now again, Fabian's another one. He's on this fool right now too with Frankie Quinones and all that. So that's another show that just started off. They just got greenlit. So Hulu has that Chicano slot going on. Shout out to Hulu because you're supporting the, you know, the community. Um, but I see, what I'm seeing there, too, is that if we don't mobilize ourselves to get our content out there, to produce content, if we don't do that, uh, they're not going to do it for us. They'll do those one and two, which we, know, we, we I always respect everybody, right? A shout out to the guys of mine that created that show, that produced that show, that directed that show. And I'm like, okay, let's do another one because we've got to keep our talent working, you know? Shout out to uh, um, Chris Estrada, who created, uh, and Frankie Quinones, who created This Fool. That's going to keep our people going. I think uh, Bernice is involved in that from the streets and the set. Uh, there's others that are involved in that, and they're going to open doors for our community. So we just if we just stop and just say, okay, they're doing it, that's not enough. We yeah. have to do more. Yeah, you're totally right, man. Um, you know, we've, we've had what uh, I think uh, who was one of the first people that kind of started it. Uh, I think uh, Eddie Prince, right? And before him, there was nobody really doing that. Then uh, we had what George Lopez for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. And then jo George Lopez, uh, um, you know, his show got canceled from ABC. Yeah. You know, but, um, you know, what we're and, doing. You know, Paul Rodriguez, he's a. Uh, he was one of the, the pioneers oh, in this thing way definitely. before, right? So Paul's one of our partners, and he, uh, you know, he was a, 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 a you know one of the, the pioneers in the TV scene as well. Way before that was like Ricardo Montalban, right? Mexican actor comes to the U.S. and he started Nosotros. Shout out to Nosotros, where they uh, way back in the day they band together because they wanted. From way back then, their mission was to change the narrative, and their complaint was. Hollywood kept putting us as the bad guys. So this is way back then, you know? So, but yeah, shout out to all those pioneers. 
George Lopez, to me, he's you know he's a goat. I I, I'm, I was looking at some of his content today. I I uploaded seven minutes of his um of his stand up on the old G Latin Kings, right? Because yeah. you know we own that. So I just put it up on Facebook. Man, I had so many people like, man, I needed this, I needed this, and I realized, you know, there's a lot of great uh, comedians out there. I love them all, but I look at, at George Lopez. Uh, I mean, that, that that dude's just, he always makes me laugh. So, yeah, he's a goat, you know, and uh, there's others that are out there. So I'm not disrespecting them. There's, there's Felipe, there's Fluffy. All those guys are goats. I mean, yeah. I, I use it as plural to me. They're all goats, you know. So, um, and then there's Paul. There's uh, Dennis Gaxiola. That guy got over 150 million views on his comedy. Uh, who else? There's others out there. There's Jerry Garcia. There's those guys, you know. Um, Jesus and Paul. There's so many comedians out there. There's you. There's you, gee. There's you, you know. Stand up. Go to his stand up shows. So, but my point is that there's so many of what's out there. If we wait for just that one slot to open up, we're never going to get our stuff done. We might as well go back to the warehouses and the fields. But to me, there's there's content creators, there's filmmakers, there's screenwriters, Chicano, in the Chicano community that we have to create a place for them to get their stuff out there. So that's why we started our streaming app. That's why we have our social media. That's why we're doing what we're doing because we got to build a platform underneath. We're not going to step on people, which, again, that happens. But we're not here to step on anybody. We're here to build underneath you. You step on us. We got a streaming platform. Step on us. Step on top of that thing. Uh, we have our social media. Um, you know, we don't, we're not big. We have like 50,000 followers, you know. But I'm like, well, shoot, step on us. I mean, I shout people out all the time. I get people hitting me up like, hey, how much to uh, do a shout out? I said, just make a post. I repost it. I'm not going to charge you. Why? People ask me, why? You should be charging. I mean, I could, but I'm not because this is about all of us. And if I, the moment I make it about just Chicano Hollywood, then we're just like everybody else. So especially on our social media, uh, especially on Instagram, I really, really want to make sure that that's a neutral place. You know, there's people that are going to come out with, with some, you know, similar that would kind of be looked at as competitors and all that. But I don't care if a Latino or Chicano is involved in it. I'm not competing with them. I'm going to support them because all they're going to do is create more work for our community. And that's what we're all about. Yeah, most definitely, man. I think sometimes people, um, you know, within this industry, whether it be, um, you know, uh, comedy, podcasting, whatever, um, they have a misconception of, of, of what it takes to be. They, they have that idea. I think you said that people sometimes step on each other to try to get ahead. Mm -hmm. and, and you said that, that that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to make everybody work together. And, and that makes a sense. It's it's a. Uh, why, why, why waste all that energy Dude. suppressing suppressing each other? Look, um, if I could help you grow and I can't grow, then I'm going to do that because maybe someday someone will see something within me and help me. Look, I have this saying that I say, right? And, 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 I, and, and I think it's going to catch on. And I tell my, my, my subscribers, I say, the gifts that have been bestowed to me don't belong to me. It's my job to give it out. Right. And that's kind of like what, what I try to do, and I, I, I see that in Chicano Hollywood. Yeah, that's, that's what we're all about. You know, the Bible's real clear about what it says. It says, what you, you will reap what you sow. So what does that mean? People call it karma, right? I, call, I, I go by the scripture. So I, what I see is that as long as I'm sowing into people's lives, giving them opportunities, they're going to come back to me. That's why I don't compete with other Latinos. I don't compete with other Chicanos. Uh, I want to help build them up. If we don't, kind of get past that because there's obviously it's within our community somehow and it's not just ours but others that the moment um 
someone succeeds. Like I saw this meme the other day. It says, when a Latino succeeds, the response is, so you think you're bad or what? <laughs> you know? and, and that's a way of affirming. You know, you know hey, yes, that, that. So you think you're all bad? That to me, if I heard that from a friend, I'm like, yeah, thank you, bro. I, I know you're trying to love on me. So that's the way we are, right? So I get it, and we understand that code, right? But I know that within us, there's a, a, a sense of... Um, competition all the time yeah. and the moment you know the crab in the bucket you've heard that term yeah. right where the crabs pull each other down so the moment someone steps up other people want to brag them down like oh i really know the truth right and i get it we're all fallible we're all making mistakes we all have done crazy things in our past but when i see someone has succeeded now to me success is that you got out there and you tried it i mean you you, you tried stand-up comedy you tried uh singing you you, you tried acting you, you know you tried writing a script you tried producing something or you tried opening a business you know as long as you get out there and you try it uh if you succeed great if you fail even better because now you know that that's not your lane so find your lane because you will find a lane where you excel in so what we're trying to do is we're not creating one lane. We're trying to create a freeway so that people can jump in and find their lane and then they can take off. That's our mission, you know. Wow, that's that's awesome. And, and I like how you just said right now, you know, if you try and you fail, you know, you find your lane, right? And, and that's true because maybe maybe it's not podcasting. Maybe it's producing. Maybe it's writing. Maybe it's it's something else. You know, the possibility is endless. And and what better way to try with, with, with a, a network of people that say, well, you know what? You're good, but we see you more t talent on this side. And you know what? It, it could... It could evolve to something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what it's all about. You know how that's how with me. I when I got into this industry, excuse me, I started um, as an actor, and even though I enjoyed it, you know, and I started in the San Francisco market right up north, and uh, you know, I, I I jumped in. I walked into an audition, and I'd see five guys like me. I'm like, oh man, I got this right. So I was getting some some roles, right? I played a detective on this one show and all this stuff, you know. So it was I was on the you know I came, you know I I had a little level of success up there. I'm like, okay, cool. This is what we're supposed to be doing, right? It's yeah. like a calling to me. So when we felt like, okay, my my wife, my kids, like we're gonna move down to L.A. and let's see where it goes. I walked into an audition and I looked there and up north there was five guys looking like me. Up here there's like 150. And I'm like, oh, dang, forget that junk. I'm done. <laughs> so I just like I didn't like the audition process. There's actors that love that audition process. And I, it wasn't for me. So where did my lane go? My lane went into producing. I had the skills already to coordinate people. I had the skills to organize and so on. So all I did was, you know, I was a pastor before for 23 years. So I knew how to organize people. I knew how to communicate so I just got those same skills, learned the film language, applied those to the film structure, same skills, just put them in there, and that's my lane. That's why I've produced a few movies, some, you know, nothing big. I haven't done Avatar, you know, but, but I've got a couple movies out there and a couple million dollar budgets, you know. I've got a couple, of, I did a lot of digital stuff, you know. So with, with companies like, like BuzzFeed, um, Me Too, Pedal Like, right? So I've done all, you know, put ser uh, I've done series with Snapchat. So... That stuff is easy to me. I can produce. Give me an idea. Writing. That's another thing I've always wanted to do, so I tried it. I got a movie coming out. Hope it's going to come out soon <laughs> that I wrote with some other writers. I don't always take all the credit. I just kind of put the structure out, right? Um, that's another lane that I like. So I have several lanes that I like to build into. The lane that I don't like is acting. Uh, now, 
if I'm creating a series and I want to throw myself in there, it's because I'm the freaking boss. I'm going in there, right? So, but other than that, going through the process, I don't do it. That's not my lane. Stand up. You do stand up. I did stand up once in college, and uh, it was fun. Everybody laughed, but I'm like, heck no, I can never do it again. So that's not my lane. You know, podcasting, I tried it for one week years ago when Anchor first came out. And it was cool. I had like 60 downloads by the end of the week. Then I said, okay, I'm done. I can't do this. That's not my lane. You have lanes and you're excelling at that are your lane. So people just need to find out where they belong. And it's like when you get on the 405, you, you, you get on an on-ramp and then you find your lane, right? Of course, if you got two people, you go into the, uh, the, the, the fast lane. But if not, you're going to stay in one of the other lanes. So that's what we got to do. Find your lane. So you tell your, we'll tell your listeners, find your lane and see where it might be business, might be education, might be politics, but find your lane. That's well said. All right, we're going to take a short little break because we're going to take a little lunch break. We're going to get something to I'm eat. Down. This is taco and workouts, right? That's right. We, we have ain't to. working out. It's <laughs> raining, but I'm done with the taco. All right, guys. So we'll be right back. Oh man, what do you think about that food? Oh my gosh, that was good, dude. I mean, I'm a, I'm a chili colorado type of guy, right? I like enchiladas. That's always my go-to when I try at the restaurant for the first time. But you got enchiladas, so I thought, okay, I'll try something else. So my second is chili colorado, and it's super important to me that the meat is tender. So when these guys brought out that meat, oh my gosh, dude, it was freaking perfect. It was it was the tortillas are great, but the meat was tender. So when your fork touches the meat and it just shreds while your fork barely touches it, I'm like, all right, I'm good. That's it. That's Beans were good. Arroz was good. Uh, you know, Jamaica good. Uh, sponsors of our future sponsor, Coca Cola, <laughs> and their cup is good. So yeah, yeah, it was great, great. Supermax, Supermax, aquí in Long Beach, uh, Belmont. Belmont stores. All right, big shout out to to Supermax here in Belmont Store, guys. If you guys are in the city of Long Beach. And uh, you got, decide to come down to Belmont Source, please stop by. Say hello to my friends here, and they're going to take care of you. Yeah, they will. Oh. You'll get, you tell them you want the tacos and workouts a discount. It's probably nothing. <laughs> you know, you'll get one more extra chip and salsa, but you can come out and tell them. You know, that's right. They'll give you free chips and salsa. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the, the <laughs> free chips and salsa when you say tacos and workouts. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. So let's get back to it. We're talking about all this Chicano Hollywood, man. We, we, were, we were good in conversation. And I kind of forgot where, where we left off. Because <laughs> we got a full nap. Now I want to take a nap. Because I'm, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, man, I want to keep this conversation going, but I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, I know. So was I, dude. I just had a cup of coffee in the morning, and whenever I do that to myself by noon, I'm freaking dying. So, yeah, no, I'm good now. Let's talk. So we're, we're talking about Chicano Hall. I think one of, the, one of the things that need people to understand, or just would like to, is that what we're building, it's not a streaming platform, but it is. It's not a social media company, but it is. It's not live events, but we are. Uh, what we're building is an ecosystem. Within the U.S. right now, the buying power, the purchasing power of Latino uh, households. Now, again, 
Latino household, and the majority of us are Chicano, is over right near $2 trillion, right? Wow. Now, understand, that's the same buying power that Italy has or France has. So we, just within us, we have the buying power of full nations, right? So what's the problem? Why aren't we building? Why aren't we growing? Why, why, what's, what's missing? What's missing is, and, and no doubt we're here, we're American, so we're plugged into the, the general market. But within us, what we're trying to do is create an ecosystem that will flow funding from from our own hands to our own hands so that we can keep growing together. So when it has all the different things that we're launching on the uh, entertainment side uh, is so that we can create stories and movies and TV shows. I get hit up all the time. We need more sitcoms. We need more movies. And, and that's what our mission, our goal is. Alongside of that, parenthetically, is where we want to build and, and we want to support uh, Chicano, Latino small businesses. So... In 2023, we're going to launch a um, like a business to business platform, and what that's going to do is, you know, since we are aggregating the Latino community, Latino consumers, well, we want to have a platform that Latino, Chicano um, uh, artisans, entrepreneurs, you know, uh, uh, you know, small businesses, kind of like a Chicano Etsy, right? That's what we're doing. So we're going to launch like a Chicano Etsy. And, you know, a, a good there's Etsy, there's QVC. QVC was, you know, basically white women selling white products to white women, right? So we're going to do the same thing. No, no disrespect to white women. But it's going to be Latinos, Chicanos, Latinos creating stuff, uh, products and services that they can also make available to the Chicano Latino consumer. Plus anyone else. I don't care who anyone else. But what we want to do is just create that ecosystem so that as we bring in the consumer, our small businesses can make some money. They can put food on the table. They can all grow. The consumers get the products they want and great products and services, and it's just an ecosystem. And what does that do for the bigger picture? It gives us funding as well that we can create more stories. And if, if we don't do them in our voice, that's a big thing about it. Hollywood likes, they'll make our stories, but they always screw them up. They, I don't know how else to put it, but they screw them up. You know? Yeah, man. I, I, I saw a, a movie. I'm not going to mention which, which one it was. Uh, a very in, um, famous person was playing a interesting um, um, lead role. And yeah, they did that. They messed it up. And I was like, how do you mess that up? I'm like, you have such a talent. Yeah. And then it, it went nowhere. And and I, I didn't get it, but I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. They they don't they don't get it because I get this is what happens. This is how people have to understand this. If you're in the studio system, what you're trying to do is, is really leverage your risk. So let's say I say we say, OK, let's make a Chicano movie. They get a Chicano script. It's about a Chicano person. It's like, okay, let's do the script. But then they say, okay, we, we're going to put $20 million into this movie. Well, they got to figure out how, how are we going to leverage this? They have their people that they're accountable to. So the way they're going to um, um, leverage the risk, mediate the risk, minimize the risk is by, well, we can't just let some unknown Chicano director come and direct this. Even though it was written by a Chicano, we can't get, bring in a director. We need to bring in someone that has some experience directing that but that size of a budget and it does take experience so what do they bring in and because none of you know there's there's a few out there like ben bray uh ben lobato those guys they're out there they they run the big budgets right uh abe martinez he's a dp big big budgets uh and i'm sure there's others but but for the most part 
the for them to get that movie done, they have to bring they they say, okay, let's not bring in this Chicano Latino guy. Let's bring in this white dude. And yeah, I mean, he knows Hispanics and I think his gardener was a Hispanic and his nanny was Hispanic. So heck, and he loves Taco Bell. So let's bring that pool in. <laughs> and he'll do this justice. So then they so then they make that movie and then the rest was like, what the heck? You know? But that's not us. That's not our voice. And they screw it all up. And then what happens, they get mad because the Chicano Latino community doesn't support the movie. And it's like, dude, you freaking served us Taco Bell and we expected, you know, we expected Supermax. That's right. And so they don't, and then they get upset. So forget, we're not going to waste money on them anymore. Well, they screwed it up from the beginning. So what's going to change? What's going to change is us. We have to do it ourselves. We have to create our own stories with our voice, with our faces. And, you know, we have to grow into it. No one's going to trust us at, with a billion dollars of money yet. But we're going to grow into it. I, the, the most, the highest budget I work with is $2 million on a movie, right? Came out great. Everything's good. They all made their money back from what I understand. Did a theatrical run. Everything was great. So I know then my next steps as a producer, just a producer, I can do $5 million. I can even do $10 million. I, I, I won't attempt to do Avatar, $1 billion franchise. <laughs> I'm like, ah, you know? But I will soon. I will soon because I'm growing into it. And that goes to anyone in the entertainment industry. Grow into it. Don't don't sit around and wait for the phone to ring and say, hey, we want to give you a billion dollars to make this movie. No one's going to do that. What you got to do is start where you're at and grow into it because soon, if you're faithful in the small things, you're going to get the big things. So you have to just start somewhere. And so that's why we have to do this. So our, our whole vision is to create this ecosystem so that we can do it within ourselves. You know, we can get behind this. You have an amazing story idea for a sitcom. Amazing. And we talked about this. We're not going to tell you yet, but freaking amazing. When he told me the idea, I'm like, dude, that is hilarious. You need to put that on paper. So you got a synopsis done right now, right? So now you put that synopsis into a script. And I'll help you do that too. Um, and then we get that script and we shoot a sizzle. And then you have, you have what's called materials that are marketable. Now we get the funding, then we can shoot the whole season, right? So it starts, though, by getting your ideas, putting them on paper, then getting that, taking those ideas off the paper, putting those words that you thought and that you wrote, putting, putting those words into an actor's mind, and then they come out with it, and then you have a piece. Then you have materials to pitch. So you have an amazing idea. Other people have amazing ideas. The only way you're going to get them birthed is by freaking start pushing you know, we're not women. We, you know, we, don't, we can't have babies, right? Yeah. Let's just, we'll leave that there, but we can't have babies. <laughs> My wife has had three. When the babies came, she had to freaking push, right? And people are letting great ideas die because they don't want to push. That's what we got to do. So we're creating this ecosystem so we can build that up because no one's going to do it for us, you know? Yeah, that, that's beautiful. Um, you also mentioned about, about the ecosystem, but I'm also very excited about other things, you know, that Chicano Hollywood does that you might not know. But I would honestly suggest that you look into it. But we have the man himself right here that could tell us more about what it is. And we're talking about the master classes. Yes. Oh, master classes are amazing. That's, and that's, that's probably the best way to start. We designed those classes. Now, I'll tell you, master classes, if you go to ChicanoHollywoodMasterClasses.com, you'll see classes there from actors, from uh, directors, from writers, from AD, from uh, producers. I taught a couple classes. Um, and what they were designed for is I had a lot of people hitting me up saying, how do I get into this? What do I do? So, I mean, I can IG them, DM them back and all that. And I did that for a few people where I'm just kind of saying, okay, this is your first steps. 
do this, do that. And then I thought, man, what are we doing? You know, I, there's so many more people that have dreams, especially to come into the entertainment industry. Um, so I thought, let's just create some training for them. So we started the master classes. So I have, uh, I have like Fabian Alomar. We were talking about him earlier. Act, amazing actor. He just, last year he did the Hot Cheetos movie. That's coming out. I, I, I believe that's going to be an Oscar contender. Um, then Evelyn Goria directed that, and there was a you know bunch of familiar faces. Emilio Rivera's in there. Um, that little boy from the Lopez uh, Lopez show, he, uh, Inky Boys. Oh my god, that kid's hilarious. So it's a great movie. It's coming out. Fabian was in that movie. Fabian's in this fool. Fabian's a great actor, right? He's teaching a class on his actor's journey. I love his class because every segment has to start off with their story. So Fabian talks about how when he was a gang member in Echo Park and he what happened and where he started from and and then he goes into the skills of acting what he has to do and so on uh, I have Patricia de Leon she's she plays uh, Emilio Rivera's wife I believe on my ends and she just did another role on um, the terminal list with Chris Pratt so she's an amazing actress and so she did another um, segment on on acting I have uh, Charlie Boone Charlie Boone Chicano guy from San Diego Amazing actor, but he's also an amazing acting coach. And he's the one that trained Halle Berry when Halle Berry won her Oscar. So Homeboy is a great teacher, right? So he did classes for us. Uh, Jeff Reyes from Echo's World, How to Produce. Um, we had Kenneth uh, Castile, amazing director, multiple movies under his belt, How to Direct a Movie. That the Ortega Brothers, How to Direct a Movie on a Micro Budget. I mean, people are like, I can't do a movie at $2 million or $5 million. I mean, I get it. But can you do a movie on 50 bucks? You know, can you do a movie on 100 bucks, 500 bucks? Yes, they can be done. You know, right now, we're producing a show. You know, so, I mean. Shh, yeah, don't let them know I'm the secrets. Sorry. We're three cameras out here. They're all C-300s, and we have crews all over the place, you know. So, but we, so there's, there's things that people can do if they're serious about getting into it. You know, I was interviewed by uh, a videographer from <laughs> Las Vegas uh, the other day. He says, how do people start? I said, the way they start is they got to start. They'll never, if they don't start, they're not going to do nothing. So you got to start. So our master classes are so important because you can get on there and you could start your journey on learning. You'll hear from Reverie, amazing independent hip-hop artist, right? She has, she does tours all over the world. And she, she started from the ground up. She tells her story, first segment, about uh, being, a, uh, being in, in, involved in the gang life in Highland Park. And now where she's at now. Now she lives in the uh, penthouse in downtown L.A. I mean, I had breakfast with her the other day and picked her up. and like, man, what's it like living in this place? You know? So she's an amazing artist. And she tells her story, how to be an independent artist. So it doesn't matter what dreams you have. If you don't put some action and start learning... They're just going to be dreams. In other words, you're just going to see them when you fall asleep. But if you want to see them when you're awake, you got to put some action in them. ChicanoHollywoodMasterclasses.com is the best place to start, best place to, if you have a nephew, a niece, someone like that, um, just send them there, too, so they can start. Because they'll start learning. And like I said, they're designed so that they could hear our stories first and realize, okay, if they can get out of the gangs and do this, I can get out of the gangs. If if they could, you know, be a dreamer and be, you know, uh, not undocumented right now, I can do that. You know, so it's it's all about that. You know, I, all that stuff I don't care about. What I care about is are people fulfilling their purpose and how can I help train them? So thank you for bringing that up because the master classes to me is one of my babies where I'm like, man, we can we can impact so many of our community to step up. So we're going to be doing entrepreneur classes. 
how to start an LLC, you know, what, what does it take to open a business account, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to go into business. We're going to go to other art forms. Uh, I was yesterday, we we're filming in Oxnard and we want to do a master class on how to, how to do custom upholstery for a lowrider. That's great stuff, you know. So that's, that's stuff we're going to grow into this year as well. So we're going to be building those up. So, yeah, that, to me, if, if you're not skilling yourself, you're, you might as well just stop. Stay in the warehouse. I'm, I mean, no disrespect to warehouse workers. But if that's where you want to be and that's where you want to stay, all power to you. Become a manager. Become uh, a supervisor. Just grow. Just grow. And you want to grow in the entertainment industry, uh, then tap in and take some classes. And is it going to cost money? Yes, it's going to cost money. But if you're not ready to invest in yourself, then you're not ready. Well, you know, you know what? Uh, I, I, everything costs money. Um, and and I, I think uh, the reason why that is... Uh, I used to be a wedding photographer and I used to take pictures all the time and a lot of people would love my, my work, right? And I would give my work out to sometimes family members or friends, right? And they would say, oh, great, thank you. And these are like some expensive pieces, some were like $200, $300 pieces that I would give people, right? And then when I would go visit them, they didn't have it up. And I'm like, what happened to the $300 artwork I, I, I gave you? Um, we'll, we'll put it up, right? So I started charging people. I started charging people, you know, like, oh, I, I want your, 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 your picture, your photograph. And I go, okay. And I would shoot them a dollar amount. And then they would be like, okay. And you then they, 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 yeah, you're charging me. And I go, and I used to tell them, well, I have to charge you because last time you didn't appreciate it. 100% of the time when I charge somebody for a picture, it was on a frame, on their living room. And they, when their guests would walk in, they would brag about it. Look, JR did that. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it creates value. Um, look, sometimes I have comedy events, right? And people are like, hey, give me some free tickets. And, I, and, and um, I'll be like, well, I'll tell you what. I can't give you a free ticket because if I give you a free ticket, you're not going to go. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't cost you. You didn't put anything into it. So the compromise there, you know, I, I said, you know what? Uh, I'll meet you halfway. If you come down, I'll buy you a drink. You know, because, you know, it shows that you took the initiative to to begin the process of, of building something right so that's kind of like why why you have to invest into kind of what you're doing but the most the most thing that, that 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 um johnny was saying is like the value that you get out of it is amazing like just the other day i was sitting down and i was thinking like oh man you know what and then and then i remember I'm like hey she got a hollywood like i don't know how to do that right why not get it from the people that are actually working within the industry that have been in, in, in jobs and situations where I could directly benefit from those people, right? So that, that's, that's awesome, man, that yeah, you put that and, together and these for everybody. Are, what, I, what I'm so proud of our teachers is that these are people that are in the game. You know, they're directed by Cindy Luna. Cindy Luna is an amazing actress. She's a great director. She's like, she was on uh, TV's regulars like The Lost Ship. She was on The In-Between on CBS. So she's been in the game, right? She had her own series in Florida for a long time. So she's an amazing uh, director, and she's made an actress. So she's, she's put them all together, right? And then you have uh, everyone else involved. They've got skills. They've got credits. They, they've been there. They're doing it. Uh, Echo's World, he's, he's, I think he's, being, he's submitted to Guinness Book of World Records for a commercial he made, right? Uh, he does big brands. Um, Danielle Tao, she, Danielle Tao Lopez, she, uh, she's a commercial producer. 
So all the big brands, I mean, they're when they want something big to get done, they're going to connect with her. So she tells how how to shoot a commercial, how to produce a commercial, all the behind the scenes stuff. And if you think, well, I'm not ready for that, you want, I just want to get on set. Well, there's a class on how to be a production assistant. What do you do when you show up on set? What's the language? What's the what should you be doing? I mean, that's all in there too. So it, it, it's it's designed for expert people to refresh it's also designed for the new beginner to come up and say okay how do what, how do i get into this so but again like you said if they if you're not ready to invest in yourself then you're not ready maybe you're not that's fine Get more power to you when you're ready it's like what's that saying uh when the, when you're ready the teacher shows up when you're ready get online the teachers are there waiting for you so yeah <laughs> i just very, made that up <laughs> very well said man look man uh I could be here talking to, to Johnny, I'm sure, all day, but he's a very busy guy. He's got things to do. And you know what? Uh, we want to thank him for giving us the time to showing up to the best podcast in Long Beach, California, Tacos and Workouts. Tacos and Workouts. Anything else you want to say before we leave? We're not workouts. We're tacos. So, <laughs> No, I just want to thank you. Thank you, brother. Uh, on our streaming app, we have his podcast. So go on our streaming app. Go to your Roku, your iPhone. Go to your power stick, all those, and just put in Chicano Hollywood, and you'll see a black logo. It'll say Chicano Hollywood TV, but look at for Chicano Hollywood. Download the app. That's the best thing you can do for us because that gets the momentum going. So we are going to blow that up. I'm believing that within a couple of years we're going to have over you know five million within our ecosystem. I know we have the support there. They we're just getting the word out. So tell your family. Tell your coworkers, hey, download that app, watch the content that's on there. We have like the Latin Kings of Comedy, the old school one, right? Yeah. With George Lopez, Cheech Marin, Paul Rodriguez. We have uh, some great documentaries. We have some great movies. Uh, so just jump on there. Now, we're going to be putting more on. So don't look and say, well, I've seen it all. I mean, there's enough to, you know, to, to binge, but we're going to put more on. But what I need is numbers, though. I need to be able to say, look to my to potential investors, this is how many people are waiting for new content. So that's the best thing you can do is download that app. Even if you're just doing the dishes, put the stuff on and put the volume down if you want. But just keep keep that algorithm going so we can get the data up. And we have great music stuff. Uh, we're launching Chicano Hollywood Musica. And what that is is um, we're going to basically put, we got all these Chicano artists. They kept hitting me up. You know, hey, can you shout out my music video? And because of that, you know, we thought, how can we, what can we do to support them? So we're creating kind of like how MTV and VH1 was back in the day. It was just music videos. So we're creating Musica, which is... We're aggregating, you know, two hours worth of music videos with video jockeys per episode. So we're going to be launching the first episode within the next week or two. And it's amazing. Uh, my daughter, she oversees that. She went to film school at Azusa. And, you know, we're watching some of the content she was, that she's putting together. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be cool. So if you're an artist, a Chicano artist, Latino artist, you know, uh, and you want to get your music videos in our, in our, um, our uh, uh, what is it called, our, our rotation, then um, then hit us up. Just info at Chicano Hollywood, uh, info at ChicanoHollywood.com. Send me an email and say, hey, can I get my music videos in there? And yes, let's do it. It's all about building each other up. If we don't do it, no one's going to do it for us. <laughs> well said. All right, guys. And we'll catch you guys next time. Make sure to subscribe to the uh, Tacos and Workouts on YouTube. Definitely check us out on uh, Chicano Hollywood platform. You know, And we'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. The taco is closed. <laughs>